you are listening to policybazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. Welcome back to the second part of our conversation with our experts Amol Shah, Chief Transformation Officer at Rack Insurance and Toshita Chauhan, Business Head, Car Insurance at policybazaar.ae. All righty. So now after that segment it's now time for our next one. It's called Ask Away. Are we ready guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here we take up FAQs by our lovely customers and respond to them with the help of our experts. Now, if you too are an inquisitive and curious learner like myself and you've got questions about finance and insurance, don't hesitate. Just ask away. Slide into our DMs on Instagram, follow us on Policy Bazaar UAE or reach out to us via any of our other social media channels and we'll try our best to answer your questions in the next episode. Today, however, we shall be talking upon uh, questions related to car insurance that we received in our inbox so amol and toshita let's get ready let's get our answers in our ask aways okay so iman has a question for toshita how do insurance companies assess and quantify the risk associated with specific makes and models of vehicles So I think to start with, there is a basic classification in cars, which is the car type. So whether your car yes. is an SUV, four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, saloon, sedan, or is it a sports car, coupe car, right? And traditionally, obviously, with the evolved insurance industry here, the insurers have sort of historical data which. has evidence of which make models are sort of more prone to the risky segment which make right. models are slightly uh, risk averse there is also something to do with for example if there is an uh, four wheel drive car which is involved in an mm. accident the impact to the other car could be more versus the own car the four wheel in itself could have a lower impact right sports cars generally obviously performance vehicles are driven by a certain set of customers for a certain reason uh, that could you know either be already at the maximum allowed speed limit etc so i think that is the basic classification between the vehicle make models of how the risk is priced and then okay every insurer's portfolio will have a certain data set on for example how certain vehicles have been traditionally performing so for example even mm. under for example if four wheel drive is considered a safer segment right mm-hmm. uh, even within that there will be certain make models which are more prone to uh, risk and claims right so i think that is one reason one way of looking at it uh, the other one is obviously the sports one which i mentioned uh, the high performance they are also classified as a different set of risk the uh even the insurance authority central bank classifies the excess for these vehicles in a different way right i'll pass this to amol to you know add on more from the insurer's point of view sure uh, i i will add uh, both technical perspective as well as uh, try to simplify it yes uh, it is important to remember uh, that the insurance premium rates uh, among many factors also depend on the type of car one owns so whether the parts are easily available replaceable and what is the cost of uh, repair for such claims uh technically speaking if you look at the actuarial models and uh, and then the Uh, framework that is being built within insurance companies all vehicle make models on the market fall into 
various insurance groups so say for example 50 insurance mm. uh, car insurance groups that we create with and and if i can draw a picture uh, the number them from 1 to 50 cars are assigned okay. to car insurance group based on the score they receive across several categories uh, some of them have been articulated by uh, toshita already it is a vehicle type uh, the price of the vehicle uh, safety features of those vehicles what is the power of the engine uh, cost of repairs among many other factors on scale of 1 to 50 Mm-hmm. group 1 vehicles generally being the cheapest to insure and group 50 right. the most expensive so if i were to put it uh, in the context of ua the technology incorporated uh, into modern cars that are commonly driven across ua roads means that the cost of repair or repairing them has shot up significantly uh, since repair account more than half of the insurance uh, payout or the car insurance payout your car repair cost will undoubtedly have a bearing on uh, which insurance group it is placed in so among many factors okay. uh, um, these are some of the important ones that determine you know the vehicle uh, make model and the risk associated with this when it comes to car insurance pricing interesting very interesting now i think on the same lines but a little more personal is the next question and that is for amol mahim wants to ask what is the impact of personal factors such as age and marital status on the cost and structure of car insurance policies well uh, broadly speaking age is a very important uh, or significant rating factor uh, and that could affect how much mm. uh, your car insurance premium uh, costs at both ends of the scale what i mean is uh, uh, car insurance premiums are usually more expensive for young drivers uh, primarily because uh, much lesser right. driving experience uh, and they are typically mm. less than 25 years old as well as uh, old drivers uh, who are more than 70 years of old where the frequency of accident is much higher Right. I have not seen uh, marital status being used actively as a rating factor in the UAE. Therefore, I believe marital status has a minor effect on uh, car insurance rate. Okay. So even if you have never crashed your car or got a speeding ticket yourself, uh, that overall risk of your age group will push up or down the price of your car insurance policy. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh, Gazal wants to know. how bundling insurance policies such as uh, combining auto and home finance can impact overall costs and coverage benefits amol would you like to answer that sure um, well i must uh, admit that this is not a popular choice uh, by ua consumers i've seen this happening mm. uh, in in the uk uh, quite often however not in the ua right. but there are two things that you know comes to my mind in terms of what are the key benefits of uh, doing so number one is there's a clear uh, unity economics uh, logic which is uh, cost saving insurance providers are likely to offer discounts on home and travel or home and car insurance bundles it's, mm-hmm. it's a multi policy uh, discount by combining car and home you may qualify uh, for discount and that may help you lower the cost however one should bear in mind that right. uh, for car insurance there is a minimum premium that is stipulated by the regulator so it will not go uh, below that level and number 2 is uh, convenience bundling insurance policy makes managing one's uh, 
coverage uh, more convenient uh, instead of dealing with multiple insurance companies policies renewal dates you have a single point of contact for all your bundled policies this can simply right be administered uh, life is a lot more easier uh, and you can keep track right. of payments policy details and claims this can save you a lot of time and as they say uh, time is money mm-hmm. so despite these advantages it's crucial to carefully review uh, you know the terms and condition of bundled policies while there are not many available in the ua but uh, if there are one should review them carefully and one should also conduct the periodic review to ensure that they're getting the best value for their money but the provision is there yes for those few yes it's it's an optional benefit that can be offered by a few insurance companies however it's it's not a mandatory uh, feature it's basically to add to what amol said like from a customer's point of view right the last thing you want to spend time in your life is to buy insurance it's it could be you know one of the most boring things and mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't make a claim on their motor insurance policy you don't even realize the importance of it so like oh every year i'm paying so much you know i'm not claimed so when we do True. as let's say as policy bazaar as a payback aggregate insurance aggregator when we do get hold of customers who are in the mindset of buying an insurance product right it is at that time when we have their attention mm-hmm. and we would also sort of at that moment up try to upsell them a product which could be of use to them so for example home insurance in uae most of the residents are living on rent right uh, we don't own the apartment or the villa that we live Correct. in however all the contents inside it are ours uh, from the sofa to the bed to the tv and uh, and we've heard of unfortunate True. cases of buildings on fire right and that's really at the time when we've seen a boom in customers coming and buying uh insurance because oh, they just read about a building on fire and how their friend had to you know go through so much um but at that time when we have their interest on buying car Correct. insurance we would try and give them an option to buy home insurance which has no relation to their motor insurance policy benefits but because they are buying a certain product mm-hmm. let's say in this case car insurance they're able to benefit from a discounted pricing of a home insurance product but also as amol said that it's very important to look through the benefit of that bundled product that is it just because it costs 50 dirhams you're adding it or does it really make sense for you true 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 and let's talk about uh, policy lapsing so toshita this one is for you tahela wants to ask are there any implications of letting a car insurance policy lapse and how does this impact your standing with the insurance provider sure so is so in the uae you have um, your car registration which is being renewed every 12 months right mm-hmm. and to renew your car registration as a mandate you are required to upload a po- a valid motor insurance policy at least a third party liability po- policy if not a comprehensive one which is either uploaded in you know rta for dubai and for other emirates it's, it is evg so so this sort of forces the customer to have a policy in place if they in case want to register and renew their car right um your registration is valid car registration which is your registration card in your mulkia that you call it will be valid for a period of 12 months the insurance policy right. is issued for a period of 13 months considering that hmm. you're given a a 30 day grace period that you there could be an issue that you're not able to renew on time uh, your registration correct right um, correct 
so there are two implications if you don't renew your policy on time which is basically mm-hmm. there is you will a not be able to renew your uh, vehicle registration uh, which technically okay. means you know you should not be allowed to drive on the roads here in the uae right uh, and if you do drive you will entail a fine uh the mm-hmm. and if you're involved in a motor accident it's even worse because you're not covered in any insurance policy you will entail a much higher fine as well from uh dubai police or the you know authority of that emirate um and it could be as intense as leading up to basically your vehicle being impounded right Correct. um the second impact is that there there's a you you're losing the continuity of your cover so there is a break in insurance mm. which for the insurance right. company from a risk standpoint means hey for that one month or two weeks or three weeks that the this this car or this vehicle was not insured by me i'm not sure mm. what happened is it still in in an okay condition or is it damaged right. uh, so when they would like to quote for renewal they sort of quote you as a new customer so you may lose out on your no claim bonus uh you the insurer would only offer you sometimes a third party cover that i i would like to i don't know what condition the car is in mm. and the whole process of renewal becomes a little more uh, more paperwork is required because you may sometimes be required to submit your rta testing report right uh then in ensuring that there is no damage in the vehicle the testing center has cleared your car you may be required to go in for a survey a physical survey where the True. insurance company survey would like to see your car uh now with the use of technology some insurers would require you to take a video of your car and submit it so i think it could cost right. the customer a lot unfortunately perfect all right then this brings us to the end of this segment but don't go just yet If you have any questions about financial wellness and insurance then simply ask away DM us on Instagram follow policy bazaar UAE or reach out to us via any of our other social media channels and we'll try our best to answer your queries in our next episode for now i hope we are updated with our car insurance knowledge we shall all meet again in the next episode with more informative and insightful content along with our lovely experts so Thank you so much Amol thank you so much Toshita always a pleasure having you guys on board likewise said thank you thanks it that's it for today's episode everyone thanking you and uh, we'll see you in the next one till then take care and stay tuned you were listening to policybazaar.ae's the policy project we've got you covered